What's up, witches? Welcome back to another episode at the Corporate Coven, a podcast for witches at work. This episode is going to round out, close out, and wrap up the Zodiac Signs at Work series. We are ending this series with the Zodiac Sign of Leo, which I love. Y'all know I love Leo. I've talked about it in a few different episodes. I've talked about it on my TikTok. I have talked about how having my descendant in the sign of Leo, Leo in my seventh house, I mean, I love Leo. There was a time in my life where this is actually when I started kind of moving a little bit beyond sun signs. And I started looking at like, you know, oh, my friends, I know there are sun signs, but what's their moon sign? What's their rising sign? Back when I was in that phase of being astrology curious, right? I learned that the majority of my friends were either Leo suns, Leo moons, or Leo risings. My partner in life, he turns out to be also like a very, 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 very Leo person. Gemini sun, but has a Leo stellium in his first house. He's a Leo rising as well. And if you've seen pictures of my partner, as I've shared them on Instagram, then you see that he does have the Leo mane. He has gorgeous, luscious locks <laughs> and he's very, very Leo. And so I love Leo and I did not intentionally set it up so that Leo would be the last episode, that this would be the finale, but here we are. And I might say that I'm saving the best for last, but I would be totally biased. <laughs> So let's talk about Leo in this episode. If this is your first of the Zodiac Signs at Work series, if this is the first episode you're tuning into, then this is the last one. You can go look through the previous shows. I started with Virgo at Work, and we've moved throughout the entire Zodiac Wheel. In these episodes, I'm going to talk about Leo generally. And so if you have Leo placement in your top three, if you have the Zodiac Sign of Leo in one of your vocational houses... If you have a prominent something or other happening in Leo, then this episode is for you. And if you don't have that, then you're still going to want to stick around and listen in because you are likely working with a Leo in your work environment, or you might be working in an environment that demonstrates the qualities or uh, fosters like a culture that's driven by these Leo qualities and signatures, characteristics and behaviors. So I don't talk about what it's like to be a Leo sun in the workplace or a Leo rising in the workplace. Rather, I'm going to spend some time talking about just the zodiac sign and how it is expressed in the work environment. So we begin by looking at the qualities of Leo, right? Leo is fixed fire. Now, fixed fire is fire that needs to be sustained, meaning that it's receiving a consistent feed of that which it needs to have life sustained, right? We've talked in previous fire episodes, Aries and Sagittarius, how fire needs to be consuming something. But rather than the initial spark of fire in Aries, or the wild fire, the all-consuming traveling fire of Sagittarius, where Leo is different is that it holds. It stays still. 
right? It's a structure that contains the fire that is key to pay attention to here. Because just like on the show Survivor, if you've ever seen that, when they're having these fire-making competitions, it isn't enough just to strike like the the rock or whatever they use. Um, why can't I think of what it's called? What are those survival sticks called? Anyways, it's not just enough to create the flame. You want to build a fire that can grow and therefore become purposeful right? Uh, if you've ever watched that show, then you know that it's not necessarily the first person who starts the fire that wins that competition because you have to be able to build fire that can scale. And again, it can grow to become purposeful or purpose-filled. Purposeful is actually a key word that I like using for Leo because it needs to be aligned to their heart and their authenticity. And so Leo needs to have a reflection of themselves in some way in their work, their personal brand gets very mixed into the business brand. This fixed quality also signifies that there is persistence to this work. Like once you work in show business, you're always in show business, even if your job title changes. This is true with a lot of the fixed signs. You might find that while job titles might vary, that work industry or environment stays consistent. Or even if your job title or your job changes, you might find that you stay with the same leader. I had this personal experience. For example, I reported into a CEO and in the entire time that I worked with them, the company actually, I think we, I mean, we grew up and we were one name and we sold and we became something else. And then he started his own company again. So I went back over with him and we named it something else. And and so even though that was all changing, my leader, right, the star of the solar system or the sun, the company remained the same. And so think about this with that quality of Leo. It's going to be something that is fixed. And so you need to make sure that you have the right container uh, that is regularly feeding this fire, right? There will be consistencies in the environment or the body of knowledge required in this type of work. Fire is a source of heat and a spark of creativity. And so when it's fixed, these become the heat sources that cook food and make it easier to digest or safe to consume. We gather around it when it's time to nourish our bodies and our souls. It's how legend, myth, and fables are passed down from generations by sitting around the fire and sharing stories that are close to our hearts by gathering around the table and sharing, you know, warm, hearty meals that again is intended to give life and to nourish and to, mm, I'm just getting this like feeling of like being like wrapped up and actually like a lot of my Leo rising friends, I have this feeling of like being just like consumed by them when I'm around them in the best possible way. It feels like the warm hug. And, and if anyone, um, I'm, I'm feeling very creative with my words right now, but I'm thinking of that time when you're sitting on the beach and you've just gotten out of the water and it's really, really cold. So what I would do is I would lay like a towel over the top of me to break the chill of the wind, but then just sit there and letting the rays of the sun heat up the towel 
and then like warm me up too. And that's what it feels like to be in the presence of like strong Leo energy. It feels like you're part of the fold. It pulls you in and it wraps its arms or its light or its creativity or whatever that is like around you. And you feel just immersed in, in it and not in a suffocating way. Like if there's too much earth, not in a drowning way when there's too much water, not like being stuck in a wind tunnel when there's too much air in, and not like the overwhelming fire of Sagittarius, but rather it's just like this sitting around the campfire. It's sitting in front of the fireplace. It's, it's, you know, putting your hands against the stove as the cookies are cooking. It's that feeling of warmth. And so when you walk into an environment, very Leo environments are going to have a lot of light and probably a lot of, a lot of natural light, but you're also going to find cozy corners. You're going to find, um, huddle spaces, but different. Whereas like when in Gemini, when we talked about huddle spaces, it was the emphasis of this is like a meeting room. It's tech enabled. It's, it's for quick, just jump in here and like have a quick huddle in more Leo type environments. And it's just going to be like gathering places where you're meant to sit down and stay a while right? It's having really big creative conference rooms or lecture halls, environments where you can, again, tell the story. There's going to have a really, really strong brand identity. There's going to be a very clear figurehead in the organization as well. And it's possible that the actual CEO or the president or, you know, whatever it is, is actually embodied into the brand, whether on purpose or just through nomenclature as like these things just kind of happen. This is going to be a very Leo type environment. Similar to Capricorn at work, you might find that Leo environments are hierarchical. Um, there's going to be, again, figureheads. There's going to be leaders. There's going to be clear, uh, maybe not management levels, but there's going to be a clear person in charge. And if not, then there's going to be a fight for power or maybe aggression around power and power dynamics. And that's often because these fables, these legends, these myths are centered around figureheads, right? It's, it's how, a random king becomes this mythical, you know, uh, leader that just you know, slayed dragons. And we tell their stories of their greatness or their failures. And it becomes almost like idol worship in a way. Um, in the same way that it's like a form of meditation to watch fire, you were just captivated by it, right? This is one thing that I actually love about fall and the winter holidays is when the light of the sun leaves the sky, we bring the warmth of fire into our homes, right? Um, we, we look for a way to center the room and to center the space and to center our attention. And this becomes true in these work environments as well. We can become fixed on like the thing, the brand or the leader, the team, the product. Um, it might be difficult to find a more like a balanced or holistic environment. And I want to just name right here that like, that's probably okay. You know, there's this idea of pick one thing that you do really, really well and just do that. Just focus on that. 
I'm thinking of an example and it's not going to be a super good one because it just came to like the top of my head right now. I don't have this scripted in the episode notes, but I'm thinking about like the idea of like a fandom, right? Where, for example, Lord of the Rings has a massive fandom, you know, it started with The Hobbit and then, you know, we got the trilogy and then we redid The Hobbit and uh, now there's, what is it? I watched it. And this is like how sad it is. I don't even remember it. Rings of Power. Is that what it was? But it's like another part of like the Lord of the Rings universe, but it just kind of tanked. And sometimes I feel like they were just relying on the fandom to carry it through that they kind of like rested on like the product and they stayed more in like, let's stay in the universe and in the world. But then like quality like suffered somewhere else, but it probably still made a ton of money, right? It was probably still like very successful. So there's there's pros and cons and it just kind of depends on your perspective or what you're looking at. And so as I'm saying this, don't think of it like, oh, Leo must be bad. They're focusing only on one thing. That's probably not very good. No, pick one thing that you do really, really well and continue doing really, really great things. And that's the power of good storytelling. That's the power of like a brand is you can have a flop and it doesn't harm the rest of the portfolio. It doesn't harm the rest of the legacy or the rest of the universe or whatever that is. You could also say the same for, you know, um, Harry Potter and, you know, J.K. Rowling went through the cancel process, um, however long ago that was, but there's still a massive following and a massive fandom around Harry Potter in that universe. And Harry actually is a Leo. And, oh no, I think that J.K. Rowling, I think that, is hers the same birthday? I think that, anyways, I digress. That's the type of thing that we're looking at with this Leo type environment, Leo type leaders, Leo type energies, Leo type brands. They're always going to come to like this idol, this figurehead, this, this key person, which is the representative of the organization. Fixed fire causes a fascination and an obsession, though I would save obsessive as more of a key phrase for Scorpio as a fixed water sign, but it still commands attention and focus. I'm thinking about work environments that me every so often feel like a cult type thing. Like you just are super bought into it. And um, I'm thinking of, you know, Nike would be another one that I would think of where there are some people that are just like so bought into the brand that it doesn't matter like what shoe is put out or what that looks like. Like you're just into like the Nike brand and you're just going to continue like representing that. And they bring up these idols or these people to help like, you know, promote and represent and collaborate. And it's very artistic. And, and a lot of the shoes tell a story and there's a lot of like meaning and intention behind them. These are all very like Leo type qualities. So at work, These could be people that are very about themselves. That would be an immature or underdeveloped quality of the Zodiac energy. But it could also be aspirational and influential employees that captivate an audience and express a clear personal brand or vision statement. And they actually can help inspire team members to commit to a purpose. Leo is ruled by the sun, and this is often represented by royalty, the monarch, and an all-important authority figure. So Leos at work will desire to have an affirming relationship with their leadership, and they desire recognition and acknowledgement for their contributions. Now, the way that they want to be acknowledged, you have to go into the whole, like, you know, love language thing and, and get to know individuals' preferences, but no matter 
how they want to receive it, Leo's desire that recognition, the acknowledgement of their contributions, but they may not demand it, but they'll notice when it's not there. If you're a Leo rising, your midheaven is in Leo, or Leo is a sign of one of your, your vocational houses, then your sun sign will be critical in piecing together your sacred strategy when it comes to career development through the cosmos. I should write that down. <laughs> that sounded that sounded like a fun brand. Career development through the cosmos. Stay tuned, 2024. If you have sun that is well-placed or receiving lots of support, you're going to find that in your career. However, if your sun is in a difficult place, which it is for a lot of individuals in recent generations uh, due to hospital schedules and preferred surgery times, but you might notice more difficulty and challenge in your career because of that. So spotting Leo at work, like I mentioned, it's hierarchical, but not in the way that Capricorn and the other cardinal signs might be. It's more like having one clear figurehead, one clear authority, the king or queen of the brand or the company. There's a coach, performer, a CEO that makes all the decisions, calls the shots ultimately. And if they are worthy and just, the king collaborates well and goes back to this, like, again, how well the sun is placed in the chart. All right, so let's get into the part of the episode where we talk about the Clifton Strengths Finder signature themes and which one I think is most closely associated, correlated, or expressed through Leo archetypes. So if you're new around here again, if this is your first episode, hi, I'm a vocational astrologer, meaning that I use astrology to help people in their career and their business. I have a master's degree in career counseling, which is where I first learned how to use the StrengthsFinder assessments with clients back in 2015. I've continued to use it professionally in my day job in human resources, but also in my business here at the Corporate Coven. I love to draw a correlation between the Clifton Strengths signature themes and the four domains of leadership with the zodiac signs and the four elements. I've written about this on LinkedIn, so definitely go check out the link that I'll put in the show notes where you can learn more about how I draw these correlations and then therefore use it in leadership development with my clients. But as a fire sign, Leo will be connected to the influencing domain of leadership and answers the question, how do you build and nurture strong relationships that help hold you and the team together? Self-assurance for Leo. I'm wanting, I'm feeling the need to just call this out. I did not choose self-assurance for Leo because Leo is self anything because Leo is, you know, self-absorbed, self-centered, selfish, self-concerned, self-whatever. Leo, I do think about your sense of self, but I picked self-assurance for a lot of the language that comes in from the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment. And you can find all of this on their website for free. You don't have to pay to get access to any of this information. I do have a few resources and trainings that I've paid for that have informed, again, some of my decision-making around this. But to actually read about this strength, you can do a ton of this for free from their website. I have it linked in the show notes if you want to go take the assessment if you haven't yet. But you can learn all about this on their website would definitely recommend it. So let me read this to you. It says people exceptionally talented in the self-assurance theme feel confident in their ability to take risks and manage their own lives. They have an inner compass that gives them certainty in their decisions. And this 
inner compass and this um, being confident in their ability to manage their own lives, to be self-governed is why I picked self-assurance because so many of the Leos that I know, their relationship with their leader really is like make or break in those situations. Again, Leo moon, Leo rising, Leo sun, Leo midheaven, whatever that is. There is this strong feeling of I can govern myself. It doesn't make them poor collaborators. It doesn't make it to where like, you know, they're difficult to work with that. They can't ever let anyone take the reins. It's just that Leo is going to be very sensitive to someone trying to move them or maneuver them or treat them like any other animal. Again, Leo is represented by the lion. This is the king of the jungle, the king of the savanna, an apex predator. We don't think of lions as being built for manual labor. We don't think of lions as being easily um, manipulated or trained or corralled or anything like that. You can find yourself living in harmony with these animals and creatures, but they're still a wild animal and they're still, you know, like a predator. And so with Leo within individuals, it's this feeling of like, you cannot control me. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be difficult to work with, but if you treat me like a subordinate, if you make me feel less than, if you put me in environments where I'm now questioning myself and my inner compass, that's how I know I'm in the wrong spot. Because Leos will inherently have a strong sense of self, a strong sense of who they are. And may find it easier to clarify to others who they are and who they are not. They can self-express in that way. But again, when they're in environments that challenge that or with people who challenge that, that's how you know it's a bad fit, right? It's similar to self-confidence in that it is related to your your inner you know, workings and that feeling of like knowing myself, um, but it's knowing what your limits are as well. That's where the confidence comes in. It's not this like blind, like I can do whatever I want. I'm the, I'm the best in the world. Like, like I can do everything perfectly. It's more like, I know very clearly that I'm not going to be good at that. And so lower your expectations. I'll lower them for you. Let me like, let me be real with you because Leo knows themselves. They know what they can and cannot do. Um, I love this. I love this line right here. It says, when you look at the world, you know that your perspective is unique and distinct. And because no one sees exactly what you see, you know that no one can make your decisions for you. And that's really what it comes down to for Leo. And I think about the strength card in the major arcana and how it's often depicted in the artwork of a lion that looks like, you know, to be roaring. And then there's a woman or an innocent or someone that's holding onto the lion's mouth, but doesn't look like they're struggling in any way and um, that they're actually very like calm in this sense. And again, that's that self-assurance. It's that confidence. And I'm really good in who I am and I am the authority in my life. And therefore any other noise in the environment or anyone else coming in that might be trying to threaten me or disrupt that I'm good in who I am. Leo risings don't typically stick around in environments where they don't feel like they're being treated in that way. And it's not this diva, 
egotistical. It's just that like, no, you can't convince me to be someone that I'm not and to do something that I don't want to do. And the mere fact that you might try it is insulting to me. Now, as an individual, you love this, right? As an individual, this feels like a really awesome strength to have. But think about this in a work environment. Think about being in a work environment where the company or the brand reigns true always. And, uh, you know, it's hard to make changes or it's hard to move the needle on something. It's hard to, to innovate or bring in new things because the brand is king and you can't actually come in and consult with an organization like this. So it's perhaps, you know, organizations where they don't hire consultants and so they like to grow people from the grassroots, people that really identify with the brand and feel like they can intuitively make decisions better than an outsider coming in with opinions about it, right? This is what it feels like for an organization rather than an individual. Um, I think that I'm going to read this line right here and then we're going to like wrap up towards the end of the episode. It says, Unlike many, you are not easily swayed by someone else's arguments, no matter how persuasive they may be. This self-assurance may be quiet or loud, depending on your other themes, but it is solid. It is strong. Like the keel of a ship, it withstands many different pressures and keeps you on course. And I picked, again, this strength for a reason. That sounds like that fixed quality of fire. It sounds like the strength in the strength card of the major arcana, which is correlated with the zodiac sign of Leo in some traditions of the tarot. So if you are a prominent Leo individual, I'd be curious to know if you have self-assurance in your top five or your top 10 strengths. You can let me know in the show notes of this episode. And if you are interested in learning more about your signature themes and how they may be expressed in your natal chart, then I do have a signature reading called Strengths in the Natal Chart that you can find and book on my website if you are interested. And again, if this is your first episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other ones. Listen for your sun, your moon, your rising, your midheaven, your north node, baby. Listen for the the zodiac sign in your sixth house because I talk about work environments, individuals, bosses, career industries, job tasks, all kinds of things. And if you are interested in this and you'd like to hear and learn more from me, make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website, www.thatwitchfromwork.com, and you can book readings with me there. All right, team. Thank you for joining me for this series. If there's another series that you'd like to hear from me, maybe like the planets at work or how to work with the C-suite in your natal chart, let me know in the comments of the episode and hit me up on Instagram. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Corporate Coven, a podcast for witches at work. Keep the magic alive by joining our newsletter at www.thatwitchfromwork.com. There you can find extra resources and book a career astrology reading with me. If you love today's episode, you can support our work by subscribing, turning on notifications, and even making monthly donations. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, witches.